This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman, bringing clarity to Washington, D.C. news. We see corruption at every level in Washington, and it's in both parties. Exposing the deception plaguing our nation's capital. Not only what he told every Republican senator, but what he told the press over and over and over again was a simple lie. And helping Christians stay informed about government. Now, of course, this puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. Be sure to visit AFR.net or wherever you get your podcasts to hear past episodes. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. Welcome to Exposing Washington on the American Family Radio Network. My name is Walker Wildman, and I'm your host each week here on the show. Glad to have you with us. Don't forget to check out our website, AFR.net. AFR.net is our website. More specifically, make sure you download the Exposing Washington podcast each week there at our website, AFR.net. Also, you can download or rather subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. So whether you listen on Apple or Android devices or other places, you can type in, uh, in your podcast store, just type in Exposing Washington, and you can subscribe to the podcast there, which means every time you go to your podcast app, you'll have um, the latest Exposing Washington right there um, available to you whenever you would like to listen to it. And, of course, you can download our AFR app. It's free. That's another great way to listen to Exposing Washington. So we're all over the World Wide Web. Whichever way you'd like to listen, we make it available. Before we jump into the news of the week out of Washington, D.C., and look, this is this the upcoming days are going to be the the deciding factor or the deciding time of this entire election litigation, and I'll explain more in a few minutes. But before I do that, I want to mention one item. Each each year around this time, we uh, we promote uh, our Christmas buttons, and we've done wristbands, and now we're doing buttons. We've gone back and forth depending on what year it is. But we have some great, uh, good-looking Christmas buttons available for you at our online store. And not only do they look good, but they have a great message on them. The message is, Jesus, our living hope, Merry Christmas, on these uh, Christmas buttons. Jesus, our living hope, and also the message, Merry Christmas, right below that. So you want to order, like, right now if you want to get them before Christmas, but go to afastore.net, afastore.net. .net, and right there on the homepage of afastore.net, you can get the latest Christmas buttons brought to you by American Family Association and our online store. So go there and check it out, afastore.net. We'll also post a direct link on my Exposing Washington podcast page. So go there, check it out, order some for yourself, for your family, for your friends, I also want to remind you of our great documentary that we still have out for free. In His Image, 
God's Design for Human Sexuality. In his image dot movie, go there. We've we've had hundreds, literally no, we've had thousands of people submit prayer requests and, and comments about how God used the documentary, the film, in their life. In his image is the name of it, God's Design for Human Sexuality. It's a very, very Bible based documentary about some of the tough issues of our day when it comes to human sexuality. So in his image dot movie is where you can watch that for free. We'll have DVDs available in January. Well, back to the litigation I was teasing a minute ago. The next few days here, today, Sunday, Monday, are going to be critical in this whole election litigation battle. The battle for election integrity is what some are calling it. On Monday, the 14th, December 14th, the Electoral College, is, they are scheduled to cast their votes. What does that look like? The electors in all 50 states will meet on December 14th to mail their votes to Washington, D.C., to the U.S. Capitol, and later this month, Congress will open those votes. And so in my opinion, and this has been my opinion from as of November 4th, if the Supreme Court is going to intervene based on the vast evidence of election fraud and irregularities, if the Supreme Court is going to intervene, it will be on or before December 14th, probably most likely before December 14th, which puts us In the next two days, the Supreme Court will decide. And look, I pre-record this show, as many of you know. Some of you may not know this, but I typically pre-record this show at least a day or two before it airs. So, hypothetically, the Supreme Court could have weighed in between now and when this show airs on Saturday afternoon on American Family Radio. So, let me break this down to what's going on. So there was there was some fake news out there that 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 the Supreme Court had had dismissed the Pennsylvania lawsuit. The Pennsylvania lawsuit challenging the various things that Pennsylvania did leading up to the election, there were fake news stories that the Supreme Court dismissed that case. That is that is not true at all. The Supreme Court refused to intervene intervene and grant an emergency injunction. But the case, the Pennsylvania case, is still pending before the U.S. Supreme Court. That's the latest on the Pennsylvania suit. A new lawsuit that just broke this week is the Texas case, the, the case originating out of the state of Texas from the attorney general's office in Texas, suing Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Wisconsin based on the corrupt dealings 
leading up to the election. What, what, what do you mean, Walker, corrupt dealings? What I'm talking about is non-legislative members, meaning bureaucrats and other, uh, other officials in government, changing election law unilaterally without going through the legislative branch in these respective states. Text, the fundamental point of the Texas lawsuit before the Supreme Court now is that the Equal Protection Clause of the U.S. Constitution was breached, was broken, was violated when Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, and Wisconsin decided they were going to usurp the Constitution leading up to the election and change the way the election is carried out without going through the proper constitutional process. That is a fundamental equal protection clause lawsuit that Texas has filed and up to 18, as of the airing of this show, up to 18, 17 or 18 other states have joined the Texas lawsuit that is pending before the U.S. Supreme Court now. The U.S. Supreme Court could hear this Texas case this weekend and issue a ruling I'm, her, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing by Sunday night or Monday morning. And in my opinion, this is the last chance that the Trump campaign has to intervene. And I think the Supreme Court will issue an opinion within the next few days. But we'll wait and see. I want to play Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton on Fox News talking about the fundamental premise for the Texas lawsuit before the U.S. Supreme Court. Now, clip three, let's listen. It's really important to my state that my voters be represented. And if other states don't follow the Constitution, and if their state legislature isn't responsible for overseeing their elections, and we have other people who are not under the Constitution, under the Constitution supposed to be doing this, it affects my state. And so our job is to make sure that the Constitution's followed and that every vote counts. And in this case, I'm not sure that every vote was counted, not in the right way. Well, there you have it. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton accusing these four states of not counting votes the right way, not counting votes the way the Constitution lays out or has laid out. Well, don't put it past Never Trumpers, more specifically, John Kasich, the former governor of Ohio, don't put it past him to criticize Texas for their constitutional, constitutionally based lawsuit. I want to play Never Trumper, hardcore Democrat, so-called Republican, <laughs> John Kasich, clip one. This is him on CNN. I can't believe what I am seeing in our country. These Republican leaders, and think about this, 18 attorney generals across our country 
members of Congress. You just were talking about the Republican leader. You know, I've just become convinced that these leaders are morally and ethically bankrupt. I don't know how they can look in a mirror. I, I don't, I, I just, I'm, I'm flabbergasted about this. I mean, these are attorney generals. These are people who are in a position to be able to uphold the law. And for them to be joining into something like this, I'm glad to see that the attorney general in Ohio did not join this. Well, there you have it. Uh, John Kasich calling Republican governors who joined this suit, including Ken Paxton, morally and ethically bankrupt. Since when is it morally and ethically bankrupt to file a legitimate claim before the U.S. Supreme Court? What that tells me is that John Kasich doesn't even know what he's talking about. John Kasich got called by CNN this past week and said, will you come on, Mr. Kasich, and criticize the Texas lawsuit? You don't even have to read about what it's about, about the fundamental tenets of the lawsuit. I just need you to come on and bash the lawsuit. And he came happily. See, this is, this, this is how you know that these left-wing political talking heads like John Kasich don't know what they're talking about because they don't talk about the facts of the case. Instead, they start name-calling. So what do we do? We start criticizing the integrity of Ken Paxton the integrity of all Republican attorneys general that have joined this lawsuit. But what John Kasich refuses to admit is that the lawsuit brought by Texas and joined by 17 other states, it is rooted in the Constitution and what the Constitution says about how elections should be conducted. So John Kasich just doesn't care about what the Constitution says, and that's why he's criticizing the lawsuit. Moving on, I want to talk about Representative Eric Swalwell out of California. Eric Swalwell, it was revealed this week, was tied up in a scandal where he had a Chinese spy working for his congressional office for several years and the same spy working on his campaign for Congress. And there are some reports that Swalwell's office, as recently as this year, still had a relationship with this Chinese spy. And this is not the first case of a Chinese spy working for a, an elected official in Washington, D.C. We had the case last year that came out of a Chinese spy working for Senator Dianne Feinstein of California. And it shows the, the deep connections, and really connections is a 
too nice of a word. It's not a good word for this situation. But the deep roots that China has in our government. China is a foreign adversary. I would argue they're our most dangerous adversary because of their tactics and because of the power that they wield on the world stage. But no reason to worry. Let's listen to Nancy Pelosi saying, no big deal here, nothing to see, nothing wrong with Eric Swalwell and the Chinese spy. Clip two, let's listen. Well, I don't have any concern about Mr. Swalwell. Uh, uh, There are those in the Congress who believe, and I am among them, that we should be seeing what influence the Chinese. I've been fighting them, as you know, for over 30 years in terms of their undue influence at universities in our country and the overtures they try to make to members of Congress. In terms of Mr. Swalwell, he, uh, the, the, in the spring of 2015, the leadership of the, Cong- of the House and the committee were informed that overtures from a Chinese person was, were being made to members of Congress when that was made known to the members of Congress, it was over. You know, that was the end of any communication with those people. So it isn't, uh, uh, I, I don't, I, mean, I think we should make sure that everybody knows what they are being subjected to. Uh, but I don't know that it means that we have to black t- background checks for every intern who comes into the Capitol. So what was the, the depth of the relationship that Swalwell had? with this Chinese spy, which is a female, we still don't know. We still don't know the depth of the relationship between Congressman Swalwell and the Chinese spy that worked in his office. But, but see, this is... It, there's two separate problems here. There's the fact that we have a Chinese spy working for a congressman... That's problem number one. Problem number two is that Nancy Pelosi's not concerned about it, and neither is Eric Swalwell, which is why he hasn't really responded to questions about it. And here's why I think we get this treatment by the Democrats who are cozied up with China. Here's why they respond the way they do. In large part, the Democrat Party, they do not view China as a fundamental threat to America. They view China as just another country. Matter of fact, they view China as just another trusted partner on the world stage. That's why some Democrats have said, some are actually going to serve in a Biden, uh, a Biden administration should he be elected president. Some of these people have said that actually America, I played the clip last week on my show, America actually should help China in their rise on the, in, in their rise on the world stage. America should actually aid China as they take over our country. See, if you don't view China as a threat, then what's, what's wrong with having a Chinese spy working in your office? Because after all, China isn't really a problem. And that, to me, that's dangerous.
That's not just naive. That's dangerous because China wants to bring America down. This isn't just a trade war. This isn't just an economic war. This isn't just a currency war. This is a war for American independence and freedom. And China has a strong hold on this country, believe it or not, no matter what the Democrats tell you. China has their foot in the door in America. They're deeply embedded in American government. They're deeply embedded in corporate America. They're deeply embedded in our university campuses. And it's a problem. So having a Chinese spy in your congressional office is horrendous. And we deserve to know more about what all went down with the Chinese spy. And to Nancy Pelosi, it wouldn't actually wouldn't be a bad idea to run background checks on every single person who works in Congress and works for a congressional office because that's how you root out the Chinese spies. A couple other news items. The jobless claims went up this month or this, this past week, rather, to 853,000. This is the latest jobless report, jobless claims report out of the Department of Labor for the week that ended December 5th. Economists had forecast 724,000 jobless claims. It was actually 853,000. The reason I bring this up is because I'm afraid this might be a sign of things to come. What am I talking about? I'm talking about a future potential Biden administration. Because, look, companies under a Biden administration, some of them aren't going to bode well because his policies are counter-growth. The Biden administration policies are counter economic growth. More regulation, more taxation, more shipping jobs overseas, more job-killing policies that could come out of a potential Biden administration. So I'm I'm concerned that we're going to see these jobless claims continue to trend up. Why? Because companies are nervous about what a Biden administration might do to their bottom line. And even the Biden administration, the, the, the supposed Biden administration, might I add, they're already talking about how they can open up our borders even more open than they already are, about how they can bring in more cheap labor than they already have. What does that do? It kills American jobs and is horrible for the American economy. As always, we should be focused on America first. What does that mean? It means we take care of our own citizens before we start taking care of the citizens of other countries. That should be a fundamental tenet of every country on earth. You prioritize your own citizens and their well-being and their welfare before you start taking care 
of other countries. But that's not how Joe Biden sees it. That's not, not, not how his handlers see it. That's why many of them have said we should get rid of the America first foreign policy. Why? Because they view America as just another country on the world stage. Another country on the world stage. I want to play one clip real quick. Remember the Hunter Biden scandal? The scandal that Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube and everyone else blocked because, after all, it was unverified claims? I want to play a clip here. This is a flashback of CNN claiming that the Biden corruption scandal was non-existent. Clip four, let's listen. Okay, you know what also the United States government says? The FBI says this laptop is not Russian disinformation. So what are you talking about here? This laptop is real. It's not just the laptop. There's other emails. There's text messages. They are real. So okay. according to the Guess U.S. What? government, I the FBI has verified I know that you're trying to move this. everybody to look at that, but that's not what we're hearing from Why the FBI. Why don't you want to report but this? What? This is the one of the what? most powerful no, families Liz, in Washington. Liz, the Liz. Biden family. And you're okay? You're okay with our interests being sold out to profit? Uh, Joe Biden and his family, when when we're suffering during a pandemic from communist yes, China, he's doing shady business absolutely. deals Liz, with communist you know China. You're well, comfortable, okay? As as you know perfectly well, I'm a journalist and a reporter, and I follow the facts. And there has never been any issues yes, in terms this. of corruption. Well, there you have it. CNN says, look, there's never been any issue of Biden corruption. There's never been any issue of corruption when it comes to the Biden family. Well, flash forward about six weeks. Fast forward about six weeks. What what, what does it turn out? <laughs> what we already knew. Hunter Biden has been under investigation by the FBI under a grand jury investigation for months. Why? Because of suspicious financial dealings. that have to do with countries and companies that have a history of corruption. And this was just confirmed this past week. Why was it confirmed this past week? Because guess what? Joe Biden is receiving briefings from the intelligence community and the FBI now. And guess what? They briefed him on how his son is under review for suspicious business dealings with foreign countries and foreign entities. So CNN says, no big deal, no Biden scandal. What does the FBI say? Absolutely, there is a Biden scandal. And the fact that Joe Biden, who could be our next president, his son has corrupt business dealings with foreign governments and foreign entities should be of grave concern. Exposing Washington American Family Radio. Don't forget to check out our website, AFR.net. When you get there, find the Exposing Washington podcast. We'll see you next week.
The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.